Blog Talk Radio.
Oh, praise the Lord. Shalom. Brother Elvin. Well, shalom, brothers and sisters. Uh, welcome to the Lord's Hour. Uh, we're being very humble today. Uh, very grateful that we are uh, here. We, we thank Brother Elvie uh, for opening up our uh, our mics that we can be able to share tonight because here in Texas, I have no Internet. But even through that, the Lord makes a way that seems to be no way and that what the enemy is trying to cut off, God makes a way to come through. Amen? But uh, the message is very powerful. There's a letter from the Lord tonight, and it, it is a, it's a glorious night that our God has made. It's a glorious day that our God has made. Greater is he which is in us, which is in us than he who is in the world. Amen? And I say uh, shalom to all my brothers and sisters at the Lord's Hour, our brothers and sisters in the chat room, brothers and sisters by blog, talk, and all, that uh, be at peace and know that the Lord God loves you very much. Amen. Our brothers and sisters, I, I have to say we need to be praying for Minister Paul. He's having a battle, too, in North Carolina, and he won't be able to call in tonight, but he asked us to pray for him, and that uh, he's having uh, sales signal problems, the internet signal problems there where he's at in North Carolina. So uh, we need to be praying for him. And as we start this night, that we need to come together and ask the Lord to bless this time. Amen. Father, we just thank you and praise you for this night. Lord, we thank you for we can come together as the body of Christ. And Lord, that as two or three gathered together in your name, you are there in the midst of us and we're grateful. We thank you, Lord, for giving us your mighty Holy Spirit, that we all can come together in one accord in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, as we come together and by the authority you have given us and by the anointing of the Holy Spirit, that we can stand in truth. And, Lord, that we can stand up to the enemy. And we can stand up to the enemy in the name of Jesus, a defeated enemy, but for the Lord Jesus defeated him at the cross. And, Satan, we rebuke you. In all your dominions, and all the principalities and powers and demons, we rebuke you and tell you to leave this area by the name of Jesus, by the authority of Jesus Christ, and by the applied blood of Jesus over our hearts and minds, and by the applied blood of Jesus over the Lord's hour, and over each person's house and wherever they're at, in the name of Jesus, over their phones, computers, and whichever way you have them here, Lord, to be able to hear the message that you have to share tonight. And, Lord, we thank you for your mighty angels watching over and protecting us in this time and season that we are, that the world is celebrating. God have mercy. But we do not celebrate this evil time, but we celebrate the Lord God, the victorious one over this kind of evil stuff in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we just thank you and praise you, and that we come humbly before you and say, praise be the Lord, because your name is forever. For your 
we sing, sing hallelujah. hallelujah. The Lamb has overcome. Amen. Praise the Lord. Wow. Yep. Battery just went dead. All right. <laughs> Hang on, brothers and sisters. Is still playing? Uh, no, it's, it's, well. Oh, you mean your iPad's dead? Thank you, Lord. Thank you for dying for us. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. 
Thank you for pouring out your blood for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for your victory. Rising again, Lord. Hallelujah. You are the resurrection and the life. Praise God. Yes, Lord. Hey, man, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, man, hallelujah. Hey, man. Hey,
by the Lord God. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, brothers and sisters, my message tonight is have the right appetite. Have the right appetite. Shalom, brothers and sisters. Be blessed tonight. I pray that the blessings and mercy of God the Father is flowing in your life. I pray that the servant attitude of Jesus Christ is working in you, that we are all being obedient and humble in such a time as this. Brothers and sisters, we have to have the right appetite in these days we live. Brothers and sisters, at this point, the Lord Jesus is going to share a revelation. Focus on what he is saying. If you have any other windows open on your computer, be not distracted. If you have your phone, turn it off or put it down as the Lord is saying. Focus on this word from him for such a time as this. I am just a vessel. He is God and Lord of all, a Lord of all for his glory. This is a love letter from your loving Savior and Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The Lord was telling me, tell my children to hunger and thirst for me and not the things of the flesh and the world. The Lord was saying, when I tell you to fast, the only way you can make it through is through me and my word and be guided by my Holy Spirit, which you have inside you now, the comforter For you, my children, he will lead you into all truth. He will teach you all wisdom. He will give you all knowledge of me. The Spirit of God that was in me when I was a man on this world to bear witness of the truth resides in you. Do not listen to the lies of the devil or his helper, wolf in sheep's clothes, telling you the Holy Spirit left when the disciples fell asleep. The Spirit of God is a spirit of life, not of death. The Holy Spirit that my Father sent from heaven on the day of Pentecost is a living spirit. He brings my life of my power, mercy, and love. A life that is not just natural anymore, but supernaturally charged. You can stand for me, my children. You can be bold for me. You can minister, preach, and teach. You can prophesy and have words of wisdom and knowledge. You can perform miracles in my name. You can pray for and lay hands on the sick of all all kinds of diseases and ailments, and they will be healed. You become a bright, shining light in the darkness for me and my good news, the gospel. This all occurs, my children, when you submit to me, that you have a hunger for me and my word. The Holy Spirit comes in you when you are born again. But there has to be a change, a transformation of your life and heart. You have to submit to me, your Lord and Master. I have given you free will, but when you give your life and heart to me, your will should be my will and the Father's will. You are no longer the children of the devil. You are children of 
You are sons and daughters of my holy, righteous Father. You are changed from darkness to light. The light and the light of God lives in you. You, each one of you, have, I mean, have to give your life to me each day. Your lifestyle, your thinking process and decision has to be guided by me through my Holy Spirit. As you grow and mature, prepared to truly serve me and my kingdom, you have to submit your life to me and not your flesh or the devil no more. You have to see when you sin or stumble, you recognize it and repent. You are hungry and thirsty for me and my word and to love me and my Father. You want to obey me and be about the Father's business. Like I was when the Father sent me to tell you and to share with you the truth of your Father and Creator. What he requires of you. Then the Holy Spirit of God, the promise of the Father, comes when you cry out, I want more of you, Lord Jesus. I want to honor and serve you with my whole life. In all I think, say, and do, Lord, I want to be well-pleasing to you. Then my Father knows you are ready. He sends the promise, the gift of my mighty Holy Spirit to you, his children. You are of God, my children. You have the very nature of God the love of God, the virtue and truth of God. You should be in this very hour, this very time, have a hunger and appetite for me and only me. To stand and be ready for my coming, you need to hunger and thirst for me. At the same time, you need to fast and not be hungry at all for the world. I taught fasting in prayer to help you to focus and keep you, I mean, keep your eyes and heart on me, your Lord and Master. The days we live, the days we live, you need not only fast from food, but my children, from all the things that the enemy is trying to deceive you and mislead you to destruction in your life. Fast from anything that keeps you from having time with me walking with me, talking with me, as I did with Adam and Eve and with my disciples. Now, I walk with each of you as you pray in worship. I come to you by dreams and visions and through revelation like now. You will know you are a servant of God when these things happen. But be humble. Do not let them puff you up thinking that you are more special than any other than any other children. I only use servants who have learned to serve and be humble and give me all glory. Because you can do nothing good for God without me, your Savior and Lord. Remember this well. When the Holy Spirit tells you to do something, do it. Be obedient. To know if it is truly the Holy Spirit and not your flesh or the devil, 
it will line up with my word. It will be godly and will lead people to me and not away or deceive them. When the Holy Spirit tells you don't do something, you better obey too. Your life could depend on this. My children, this needs to happen in each of your life now. You need the promise of God in your life to be, be able to obey me, serve me, stand for me. Tonight, submit yourself to me totally. Do not hold back. Let me change you and empower you tonight. Repent. Let go of this world in the flesh and sin. You have to let go and be filled with the Holy Spirit to be able to go home when I come for my overcoming church and bride. Your life has to be dedicated to me and not yourself or to anything in this world. Let go. Give up this temporal life and grab hold of eternal life. To be able to stand in such a time as this, behold, my sons and daughters, there is no way, no one will be able to stand for me in my kingdom without the empowering of my Holy Spirit. My prophets could not stand without him. My disciples could not stand without him. My early church, when it was born, could not stand without him. And now, my overcoming last day's church cannot stand without him. So this is all relates to having the right appetite, that you hunger and thirst for me in my kingdom. These are trying times like the world or my church has never seen. Submit yourselves unto me, all you weak and heavy laden. I will give you rest. I will give you strength to stand. I will give you power to witness and minister for the kingdom of God. My children, let your hearts be. Be not troubled. You believe in me. Believe also in my Father. For in my kingdom there is many dwelling places. I, your Lord and God, have been preparing for many years for each of you who love me, serve me with all your hearts. Soon, my children, soon. Take heart. Hang on to the anchor of your soul. I am coming. I will be taking you home. There will be great celebration. Me and my father will be so joyous and rejoicing for all of you who have trusted us with your life and believed in me and loved me and my father because we have always loved you. Tonight, open your heart and your minds to me as I breathe on you a fresh anointing of my Holy Spirit. Receive, my children. Be empowered. Be refreshed. Be my overcoming church with power and love. Peace be unto you. I am always with you. I will never leave you or forsake you. Your coming deliverer and King Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Brothers and sisters, the Lord is showing up in many ways these days to his children. This is a revelation a letter to you, his children, his church. Amen? He has always sent letters and messages messages to his children. Man has made it like a book form to be able to understand it better. But God sent love letters. That it is more personal and loving. So hear what the Lord Jesus is saying tonight. 
He wants you ready for his coming. He wants you being about the Father's business just like him. The only way this can happen is being filled and empowered by his mighty Holy Spirit. The Lord has told me by faith to blow at the, well, the computer screen and over the microphone. For you have to receive, to, for you to receive the refreshing of the Holy Spirit, some of you, for the first time to receive the promise of the Father of his mighty name. Okay. As I pray and do what the Lord has told me, you believe in faith and trust him to do it in his mighty name. I am just a humble servant and need this as much as you do for such a time as this. Amen? All right. All right. Praying now. Lord Jesus, we come humbly and submitting ourselves to you, crying out to you. Empty ourselves of the flesh in this world, asking you in faith, fill us with your Holy Spirit. Breathe on us, O Lord Jesus, we pray. In the name of Jesus, receive the Holy Spirit in as Jesus breathes on you. Receive the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Receive the Holy Spirit as Jesus breathes on you. The Lord Jesus is blowing. Breathing on you. Receive now. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise his wonderful name. Rejoice. The joy and the presence of the Lord be renewed in each of you. Thank him and praise him. You are receiving this for the first time. Start praising him. Lift your hands. Lift your voice. Praising him. He will give you a new tongue of prayer language. But the Holy Spirit, tongues of fire coming upon you. The rushing wind coming into your dwelling places. The living water flowing from your heart. Praise his holy name. What a loving, awesome God we serve. Hallelujah. Uh, spirit, spirit fall. Hallelujah. Praise his name. Spirit fall. Hallelujah. All glory to your name, Lord. Your presence. All the mighty Holy Lord, Spirit. That would be great if I could get it to work. Just about power. Oh, praise the Lord. Lord, make a way. Let us trust you. Believe in faith. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Oh, 
And when the day of Pentecost was come, there were all they were all in one accord in one place, praise God. There was no division, there was no denominations, there wasn't all these different uh, uh, ideas and everything. They were one accord looking to Jesus. Looking to Jesus for direction, for power, in the promise of the Father. That's what they were doing. They were praying for one another. They were focused on Christ and not being distracted. They were in one accord together as we are one accord together too, brothers and sisters, and that we come to this time in this place to rest and be renewed and be focused on Christ and not the things of this world and not the things going on in our lives, but it's time to stop and focus and know that Jesus is God. Amen? Hallelujah. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven. Hallelujah. And as a, as a rushing and mighty wind, praise God. And it filled all the house where they sat. Thank you, Lord. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like fire. And it sat upon each of them, praise God. Personal relationship. It is personal between you and God. Each one of you who call upon his name, and believe in your heart that he is who he is. He is the Savior of the world. He is the Lord and King of heaven. Amen? And they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues and as the Spirit gave them utterance. We are together here in one accord as they are here humble. Before the Lord, submitting ourselves to Him. Amen. Listen to this footnote and know that there were two signs from heaven through the Spirit of God. Amen. From what? From verse 1, when the day of Pentecost was. Now listen to this. The apostles being gathered together on a most solemn feast day in one place that it might be evidently appear to all the world that they had all one office, one office, one spirit, one spirit, one faith, are all a double sign from heaven, authorized and anointed with all the most excellent gifts of the Holy Ghost, and especially the, with an extraordinary and nature, unnecessary gift of tongues. Two signs were that, that, uh, were that they were given authority and anointing from the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Almighty God. Amen. Hallelujah. We, too, have this authority and anointing as servants. Of the Lord. Amen? Know who you are in Christ. Remember what he told his disciples. I give you all authority over the enemy. Because it is authority of Christ, brothers and sisters. And when he defeated Satan, death, and hell, and the grave,
enemy is defeated. You can stand up in Christ. You are a servant of the Lord. You are a representative of the Lord God and the kingdom of God. You have authority in power in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We do not come in our own name, but we come in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise his wonderful name. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. The second reference is going to the book of John, chapter 14. The book of John, chapter 14, verses 1 through 3. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. There's thunderings here, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah, as we speak. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many dwelling places, praise his name. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, each one of you, brothers and sisters, each one of you who love the Lord, each one of you by faith trust him. Hallelujah. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, and that where I am, there may ye be also. What comforting words. What comforting words the Lord is saying in this day and time that we are living. Amen? Three powerful points from this portion of Scripture. Amen? Point one, verse one, let not your heart be troubled. Listen to this. He believeth in God that believeth in Christ, and there is no other way to confirm our minds in greatestness distresses. No other way, brothers and sisters. The only way to stand in fear not in these days is trusting Jesus Christ, period. You can't trust the Pope. You can't trust the president. You can't trust a pastor or priest. You have to trust Jesus. Because Jesus matters. He's the only one that matters in the days that we're living. He is the only one that matters for eternity for your life. There is no other. You can't trust in men. You can't trust in horses or chariots. But you have to trust in the Lord. Trust by his spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. The Holy Spirit. Remember that. Not just the spirit, but the Holy Spirit. That means you will be set apart. Serving the Lord and serving Him only. Not serving yourself. Not serving uh, this world or being entertained or pleasured. But serving the Lord. You are supposed to be a humble servant like God has told us because Jesus was our example. And that's what Jesus did. And that's what we should do. It. Amen? Amen. As Jesus speaks, we should speak. As what Jesus does, we should do. Amen? As Jesus speaks, we should speak. Amen? Hallelujah. Oh, praise your name, Lord, your presence here. Your Holy Spirit, this move greatly. Praise praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Point two. Voice, excuse me, point two, verse three. Go to prepare a place for you. Listen to this. Christ went not away from us to the end to forsake us. 
don't listen to that line, but rather that he might at least take us up with him into heaven. Amen? What a great promises. What great promise and truth from our Lord Jesus. He has never lied to us or not fulfill his word. Praise his holy name. His, his, his word does not come back void. His word does not come back void. His word is performed, and it will go forth in his mighty name. Point three, very encouraging to us as overcoming church, looking for him to take us home. Verse three, come again and receive you unto myself. These words are to be referred to the whole overcoming church. And therefore said to the therefore the angel said to the disciples when they were astonished, What stand you gazing up into heaven? This Jesus so shall come as you saw him go up. Acts one eleven. In all places of the scripture the full comfort of the church is referred to that day when God shall be all in all and is therefore called the day of redemption. Hallelujah. Praise the, Lord. Praise the name of the Lord, brothers and sisters. This is the day of Christ. There is a difference from the day of Christ, the day of redemption, and Jesus coming back the second time. Because when he comes back the second time, he's coming back as king and conqueror and judge. But this time, as he speaks, this is coming for his church. He is our deliverer. He is coming, hallelujah. Rejoice. Again, I say rejoice, church. The great promises of God, a day approaches, we will rejoice and be at total peace. With Christ our Lord and King. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise his name. Oh, praise his name. Somebody give me a shout out. Praise his name. Hallelujah. Thank you. Somebody's out there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> praise the Lord. I'm sure someone else out there shouting too. Uh, you know, I just don't know how some of our brothers that don't uh, don't log into the log, log, uh, Lord's Hour and they, they service the Lord's Hour and they don't, they don't, because I can't, I don't like this whole not being able to see our brothers and sisters. I know. We're walking in faith. We're, I mean, because I know there's some shouting going on, and, but I love to see it when they shout. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Good point, baby. Good point. Okay, the last reference is the book of James. James 4, James 4, verses 5 through 8. James 4, verses 5 through 8. Do you think that Scripture set in vain? The Spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth after envy. But the Scripture offers more grace, and therefore saith, God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Submit yourself to God. Resist the devil. And he will flee from you. Draw near to God. And he will draw near to you. And he is. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purge your hearts, you double-minded. 
brothers and sisters, know this. The word of God says resist the devil, so we're able to resist him. Amen? The word of God says we're able to resist him. But how do you do that? You submit to him. You submit to him. You submit to the Holy Spirit who teaches you how to resist. You submit to the Holy Spirit who, who, who gives you wisdom and knowledge and revelation and how to stand in boldness and power by, his, by the Spirit of the living God. Amen? Submitting, so important to be right with God and have a hunger and a right appetite in your heart and life. Amen? What does submit mean? Listen to this. Listen to this. To give over or yield to the power or authority of another. The other is the other for us is Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior. Amen. And brothers and sisters, there will be a point when the church is taken by the revelation of the Lord that this talking about this mark about what will happen in the tribulation that we are urging no one to take the mark, it is not worth your life even. That you will have to submit to Satan. Somewhere you will submit your life to Satan through it all. Because either you serve the Lord or you'll serve the devil. There's no other choices. This is to anyone that is left behind. For Christ is coming for his church. And he's coming very soon. Look at the signs. Look at all that's happening. The Lord is the things I was hearing today talking about the increases of flood and what is expected. That they usually don't have rain and things happening like down in the ocean. Not only are we having rain and flood and be praying for the people, especially in South Texas, because this flood and they were talking about taking thousands of homes. That, that, our, our sister Randy lives down yeah, there. Yes, sister Randy lives down that way towards Houston. But both sisters that they were talking about Brazil, and they, they usually don't have no rain. And the commentator said it was going to be a 150% increase. Can you imagine? Where's all that water going to go? Well, they're showing cars floating down the road. I mean, this is serious business. These storms and things are increasing, more powerful. God is, God is powerful. He can do all things. I, I remember a, 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 a preacher one time, yep, Lord, uh, the pastor, E.B. Hill, he's, he's, he's in heaven now with the Lord. And he said, you know, they talk about building buildings and that they can stand up to a 8.5 or 9.0. <laughs> and Pastor Hill said, well, they can do that, but God probably has a, I mean, God has a 10.0 or 11.0. I mean, 4.0. God is powerful. And if men try to do things and say that uh, uh, that they're able to, you know, uh, nothing happened. Listen, I mean, what about the man that built the great mighty ship, the Titanic? I was thinking this. I know, the revelation of the Lord. And, and the great Titanic, and he said, they asked him, well, do you want, you know, you can Christian the ship. And pray over them. Oh, no, no. It's so perfect, God can't even seek it. What happened? What happened? God. Oh, this is like, yes, Lord, just like this water right here. God resisted the proud. God resisted the proud. And I know by the word of God. 
He clearly does. Israel has been such an example to the whole world. And now, this nation being so prideful. I mean, uh, people I work with daily, it don't seem like they have an idea what's going on. They're so caught up in all the things that are going on in their lives in the world. They don't have time for Jesus. Well, they better have time for Jesus because Jesus matters. Amen. Jesus matters for your eternal life. Jesus matters for your eternal life. That is the most important thing should be on your heart and mind. Are you right with God? Do you know Jesus as your personal Savior? Do you know where you're going for eternity? The answer is Jesus. He is the only way, the only truth and life. There is no other. There is no other. There is no other word. Amen? Hallelujah. Powerful footnote from men, from men inspired by the Holy Spirit. From verse 7, submit yourself to God. The conclusion, we must set the contrary virtues against those vices. And therefore, whereas we obeyed the possessions of the devil, we must submit our mind to God and resist the devil with a certain assured hope of victory. To be short, we must employ ourselves to come near unto God by purity and sincerity of life. There you go, very clearly said. And brothers and sisters, know this well, that uh, the devil mainly attacks us by our mind, and that we are to have the mind of Christ in thinking on the things of God. But like it says here, we do deal with this flesh still, so when you have a thought that comes to you, say, oh, look at that woman. Oh, 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 go. You think about her. Look at her. What are you supposed to do? No, devil. No. In the name of Jesus, I don't receive that. Oh, look at that. You want that so bad? They have it. What happened, baby? Uh, oh, it's behind my back. What's Pulling it? me. What's it back? There. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> it's a distraction. It's a distraction. I mean, when a science brother, sister, or, 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 or you, or you see somebody and you start to think, oh, what do you think about? What do they think about them over there? Who they are and everything? No, no, no. You don't receive that. He's like a little whisper. I always think about one time they used to have something. Uh, uh, they used to have commercials. You don't see it much anymore, but there'd be commercials and there'd be, uh, there'd be the devil on one shoulder. On the left shoulder, I think, and there'd be the, the one that looks like an angel on the right shoulder. So it's like the devil here and the Holy Spirit. Which one are you going to listen to? I mean, uh, as you you uh, emerge yourself in the Word of God, and, and you study yourself approved, and you pray and fast, the voice you will hear will be the Holy Spirit. You won't hear this voice over here anymore. Or you'll be able to stand and say, I resist you, devil. I rebuke you, devil. I say, leave me alone. Get your hands off God's property. Amen? Amen, brothers and sisters. That's what this all means, is that we implore ourselves to come near unto God. Draw near to God. Amen? And he will draw near to you, praise God. So let's look at some scripture about being hungry for God 
a white appetite to be able to stand in this state. Amen? Psalms 34.10 The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Brothers and sisters, anyone that doesn't have Christ, they're starving. They're in malnutrition because the only one who gives true life is Christ. The only one who can feed you the bread of life and give you the living water is the Lord Jesus. This is why Jesus matters even in this life because you will not have true life. You will not be at peace and have hope without Jesus. I mean, anyone that does not have the right appetite, they're starving. They won't be satisfied. There's nothing in this world will be satisfied. You have to have more and more, whatever you're trying to fill yourself with instead of God. If it's alcohol, you will have to have more. You have to do it more often. You have to drink stronger drinks, but it won't satisfy because only Jesus will satisfy. The Word of God says, Be not drunk on wine, be not drunk on beer, alcohol of any kind, but be filled with the Spirit, it says. That's a commandment of the Lord. If you have your life filled, you think that you think drugs are going to make you happy and high, but it's not going to give you true life. You have to have more and more and more, but it won't ever satisfy. Any of these things will finally destroy you, your life, your family, your friends. They come to kill, steal, and destroy. They might give pleasure for a season, but they will be called upon. They will they will be called upon whatever happens. But there will be an end to it. And by the word of God, it says the end of sin is death. Amen. Verse, go to Matthew chapter 5, verse 6. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Here's the By the word of God, by the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness. That's what we're supposed to be thirsty and hungry for, is God's righteousness, God's truth, God's mercy, God's grace, God's love, God's hope, God's peace. Amen? Amen. The fruit of the Spirit. Bear the fruit of the Spirit, not rotten fruit of the flesh. Amen? God is not mocked. <laughs> Whatever you sow, that you shall reap. If you reap to the flesh and sin, it will be corruption and destruction and death and hell. And the Lord makes the point, hell that keeps burning, burning and burning. But if you reap to the Spirit, you will have everlasting life by the Word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise his wonderful name. Oh, I'm so humble, Lord, by who you are. Luke 6, verse 21. 
Blessed are ye that hunger now, for ye shall be filled. Blessed are ye that weep now, for ye shall laugh. Amen. Praise the Lord. Trust him. Here's the key when you have the right appetite. You being filled with the things of God, his Holy Spirit, his righteousness, his mercy and grace, and his peace, his hope, and most of all his love, then you will be full. John 6.35. Listen to the word of God. Hallelujah. Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. What does never mean? Never means never. Amen? Oh, the Lord wants you to know. Be encouraged. Know that he can give you the bread of life. He can give you meat of his word. He can give you the living water. And he told the woman at the well, this water you'll never thirst. Amen? The next verse sums it up, sums it all up. Revelation 7, verse 16. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more, neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat. You shall be filled from God. Be filled with His Spirit. You will be glorified at home in heaven with Him. Only having a right appetite for eternity. Amen? Amen. What song do you want, baby? I got, I got so many. You, 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 you put one as the Lord would lead you. Jesus work. How about he who began a good work? Amen. Does that, does that sound good? Yeah, that's fine. Praise okay. the Lord, brothers and sisters. Okay. He who began a good work in you. Listen to the words. He who began a good work in you. Amen. This is the word of God, man. Never abandon you. 
are his treasure, and he finds his pleasure in you.
I come across, I don't even know who she is, because she's a pastor at a church. But, you know, I've been feeling very, very uh, bad, you know, about this whole Halloween thing. Not this, say that, that I'm not going to do it, is that it's such a conflict with Christians. And I wish, and I wish it wasn't a conflict because it would, you know, I wish it was so cut and dry. Well, it is cut and dry for me. And it's cut and dry for Buddy. Uh, but there is there is so many people that uh, have uh, different different views on it. They think, oh, it's just it's just a children's holiday. Y'all are overreacting, and um, I just I, I, sometimes it's it's one of them things is. Well, uh, you're making too much big deal of this uh, Jesus thing. Well, so is Jesus. So I, 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 I'm going to. Okay, okay. I'm, uh, let me get back over there to Buddy because he has something to say. Brothers and sisters, yeah, the part we think about, and Sister Brenda's going to share, but this is serious because in this time, there's many people that are sacrificed. These, this is an evil time. I mean, they sacrifice animals, they sacrifice children, they sacrifice people to the devil. This is a so-called high holy day to them, and it's serious business. People die in this time. So, yeah, this is a very serious holiday. It's evil. It's evil. evil. Uh, the Hershey's candy bar wants you to think it's all about the candy. Yes, big money to them. The Halloween seat costume people want to talk about think it's all it's just it's about uh Spider Man and Hulk and what's that? Freezing person? No, the frozen girl. Oh yeah, frozen. Yeah. They think they want they want you to think about this. But I want you to look in a different perspective. This is from a Christian pastor's white pastor, and I don't know what her name is. I'm sorry, I, I absolutely don't know why I didn't get her name. But she's a servant of the Lord. She's a servant of the Lord, and this is her blog. This is her blog. My husband had to fix my mic. <sighs> okay, so what's out? Father, it too. I'm going to uh, give you. I'm going to read this blog to you because it's really, really good, and because it's got a lot of questions, and I want y'all to take note of these questions and ask yourself the same questions to your, you know, and see what you think. Here it goes. Many Christians celebrate Halloween. Some churches and pastors even do. I recently saw a. I recently saw. Oh, amazing! Okay, that that was that was a pastor minister. My uh, Paul. Paul. Hi, minister Paul. Hey, he, minister he, Paul. He said he's, he says I will try another night, my brother. Amen, brother. I'm glad and pray that you can hear. Okay. So, Bless you, brother, out there serving the Lord. So, anyway, 
Minister, Minister Paul will try another night. Uh, we'll need to get with him. Uh, I just love listening to Minister Paul. Amen. Okay. Amen okay, let me whew, re, re get him back down on here. All right. I, re, I recently saw a church advertising where they were having a zombie run. God have mercy. Seriously? Seriously, God. God's house? This pastor does not celebrate Halloween. And neither does her church. For me and my house, we will serve, serve the Lord. Lord. Choose this day who you will serve. Choose this day. Amen. In the spirit of full disclosure, when I was a brand new believer, I allowed my son to go trick-or-treating. Part of the reason was because my husband was not yet saved, and I insisted we did. The other part is was because I didn't see the harm in it. After all, many Christians I respected did it. So as a new Christian, I justified that as it must be okay. Wrong. As I grew closer to the Lord and gained more knowledge of his word, I began to feel convicted about Halloween. I had thoughts like God is a God of life, but Halloween focuses on death. Should I celebrate a holiday where people decorate their front yard with tombstones? No. The scriptures tell us to put away deeds of darkness. That's in Romans thirteen twelve, and the light has nothing in common with darkness. Second right. Corinthians six fourteen. In celebrating a dark holiday, some Something a child of the light should be doing? No. I had been delivered from fear and panic attacks. And I knew that fear comes from the enemy. Amen. Should I participate in a holiday that has fear as its very foundation? No. No. Witchcraft is clearly detestable to the Lord. That's in Deuteronomy 18, 10 through 13. Rebellion. Shouldn't something that glorifies witchcraft, such just take a walk through a Halloween store, be detestable to me as well? Yes. Okay. Halloween is a sacred high holiday for weekend. The official... Religion of witchcraft. Is this a holiday Christians should celebrate alongside Wiccan? No. No. Is it cute when we dress our kids like a devil or witches or ghouls or scary characters, etc.? Isn't it, well, demonic? Yeah. Well, what if my child is in a wholesome First men's costume. Here, let's go to Romans sixteen nineteen says that we need to be wise in, to what is good and innocent of evil. Amen. If I let him participate in in Halloween, even while dressed as a fireman, aren't I sending him a mixed message by allowing him to participate in a celebration of evil? 
The Lord said in 2 Corinthians 6, 17, come out from them and be separate. Touch no unclean thing. Doesn't God want his children to be set apart from the world and from the sin and evil? Aren't we supposed to be peculiar people? Yes, different. Amen. My extended family thinks it's ridiculous that we do not allow our son to dress up for Halloween. Should their opinion matter to me more than God? No. Should it pleasing God be my utmost concern? Amen. There is even a question in my heart and mind that it might be wrong. Shouldn't that be my first clue? Yes. Why would I continue to do so even a lingering thought that it might be wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's another question. Does Halloween bring glory to God? No. No. It glorifies the devil. God of mercy. Yep. So, as a new believer, saved only two years, I responded to the conviction of the Holy Spirit, repented of displeasing the Lord, and put a stop to Halloween. And as a pastor, after observing firsthand the amount of destruction that the enemy brings into people's lives when they give him a foothold, I am even more convinced I made the right decision to close the door to the enemy in this evil holiday. Amen. Setting aside a day to celebrate evil, darkness, witchcraft, fear, death, and the demonic brings the stain to God, period. Amen. A Christian celebrate Halloween would be like a Satan worshiper putting up a nativity scene at Christmas thing while singing Happy Birthday, Jesus. <laughs> the two just don't go together. Jesus has nothing in common with Satan, 2 Corinthians 6.14, and neither should we. So, what did we do instead? Hide in the basement with the lights off? Hustle the family out of the house? No. Darkened homes are the enemy's victory. Where does your light shine the brightest? In the darkness. Amen. Halloween is the one day of year when neighbors come to the door expecting to receive something. So give them Jesus. Our family chose to give Jesus the glory and the devil a black eye by reaching out to our neighbors with the gospel of Jesus Christ. You are the light of the world. Let your light shine among men that they may See your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Matthew 5, 14 and 16. So stop justifying why it is fine to celebrate this demonic, worldly, evil holiday. There is no muddled lines or gray areas about it. A committed follower of Jesus Christ should not celebrate Halloween. Period. Telling you, cut and dry. Amen.
and uh, I was uh, admonished, and I would minister Paul share with us Wednesday, and the Lord share with me today because of what was going on with the uh, internet and, and uh, our things this morning. I had a sore throat, brothers and sisters, but praise God, Lord heal me. And other things that you need to anoint your house because the devil and the demons are all out running around at this time of year, but especially the day we're living because they know their time is coming for their the hurrah of the little bit they have in the uh, with the tribulation coming. So you need to anoint your house and claim the word of the Lord and the name of the Lord over your house and your family in this time. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, I feel like that we that I should do this this uh, prayer prayer right now. Amen. In the name of Jesus. No, this is this is this is in my prayer door. This is what we're de- this is what we're declaring in this time when most other people are celebrating this evil time. We're declaring this in the name of Jesus. We're declaring this, and this this is like I said, this is my prayer prayer that I have on my. Prayer wall, which is really my prayer door, because I live in a tiny, tiny, tiny apartment. So, but you know what? It's huge. The Lord gives me everything that I need, and I desire no more. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray this prayer in the power of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ, I bind rebuke, and bring no effect all division, discord, disunity, strife, wrath, murder, criticism, condemnation, pride, envy, jealousy, gossip, slander, evil speaking, complaining, lying, false teaching, false gifts, false manifestations, lying signs and wonders, poverty, fear of lack, fear of spirit, deceiving spirits, religious spirits, hindering spirits, retaliatory spirits, occult spirits, witchcraft spirits, including Jezebel, Delilah, and Apollyon the Destroyer, spirits of the Antichrist, all familiar and territorial spirits. I bind all curses that have been spoken against me. I bless those who curse me. I pray blessings on those who despicably use me. I bind all spirits spoken judgments made against me and judgments I have made against others. I bind the power of the negative words from others. I bind and render useless all power prayers not inspired by the Holy Spirit, whether psychic, so forth, witchcraft, or counterfeit tongues that have been prayed against me. I am God's child. I resist the devil. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I put on the whole armor of God. I take authority over this day. In Jesus' name, let it be prosperous for me. Let me walk in your love, Lord. The Holy Spirit leads and guides me today and fills me with all needed gifting and graces. I discern between the righteous and the wicked. I take authority over Satan and his demons and those people who are influenced by them. I declare Satan is under my feet and shall remain there all these days. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am God's 
property, Satan, you have bound from my family, my mind, my body, my whole, my finances. I confess that I am healed in hope. I flourish. I am long-living, stable, durable, incorruptible, fruitful, virtuous, full of peace, patience, and love. Whatsoever I set my hands on to do shall prosper, for God supplies all my needs. I have all authority over Satan, his demons, and the beasts of the field. God, I pray for this ministry that you have given me. Anoint me, God, for all you have called me to do for you. I call forth divine appointments. Open doors of opportunity, God ordained encounters, and ministry positions. Yes. I claim a hedge of protection by the precious blood of Jesus around my spouse and around my children. That would mean Joshua, Emma, Scotty, April, Jessica, Bobby, Veronica, and their spouses yes. and their children. Throughout this day and this night, I ask you, God, in the name of Jesus, to dispatch angels to surround me, my spouse and my children, my grandchildren, today and every day, and to put them throughout my house and around my car, soul and bodies. I call on the holy angels to protect my house from any intrusion. And to protect me and my family from any harmful, demonic, or physical, or mental attack. I ask all this in the name, above all anywhere 
and it goes into the points too, the very, you know, small point of temperatures, not just straight numbers, but the uh, decimals too. Where it's been at 77.7, and the temperature outside, brothers and sisters, has been 66.7. For seven, the number of God is blocking that six. So we don't have that kind of uh, that Antichrist number in this house. Amen? Just the little things that God does is so important and powerful. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, brothers and sisters, that we are going to declare this too by Psalm. Our God reigns.
glory to his name. And one of the important things, brothers and sisters, to know is that you are to pray. You are to speak. You are to take his word over your children and over your families. That you are to believe and have faith in the promises of God that he's going to save our loved ones. Amen? He's going to save our children. Amen? He's going to save the people that we have prayed for. We pray that God the Father draws into Jesus and their lives will be changed forever. Your prayer decoration, baby. Oh, amen. Help me out here for a little bit, because uh, what was Elizabeth's husband's name? Here. Oh, Lord. Oh. Uh, it's a J, I thought. I think it is. Let me look real quick. But anyway, you know what happens for people? <laughs> this, this, this man was told by God that he was going to have a son and that his wife, Elizabeth, was bearing. What did God do to him uh, mm-hmm. for, 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 for doubt? Not for questioning God. Amen. He just questioned God. He said, God, you know. Zacharias. Zacharias. He, he couldn't. He was a great man in the church. He was made uh, mute until that child was born. From God, he said, you know, I'm paraphrasing because I know God didn't say it like this. He said, you know, this is what you didn't, you did not believe my word. What was the exact he said there? He said that it was, you don't, you're not believing me. You will be. You you will not be able to speak. Let me let me read it. Let me let's get to God's word. The best thing to do. Yeah, we got to get to God's word. I'm because I'm tearing it up. I can okay. tell you that right now. But in, in Luke one, in Luke one, and let's start with uh, verse eleven. Then appeared unto him the angel of the Lord standing at the right side of the altar of incense, on the right side, of course. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thy son, and thou shalt call his name John. And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and he shall neither drink wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost even from his mother's womb. And many of the children of Israel shall be turned to their Lord God, for he shall go before him in the spirit in the power of Elijah, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just men to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Then Zacharias said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is great uh, is of great age. 
And the angel answered and said unto him, I am Gabriel, that stand in the presence that stand in the presence of God. And I am sent to speak unto thee and to show thee these good tidings. And behold, thou shalt be dumb and not be able to speak until the day that that these things be done, because thou believest not my word, which shall be fulfilled in their season. Whoa. Wow. Wow. You better believe God's word. God. What he speaks. That, that's a, I want to tell y'all, Ooh. like I told y'all last week. Mm-hmm. Lord, you speaking. The Lord's still small voice is as loud as H. Frost is. At the same time, amen. It is every day. It is It is there. You've got to be listening and the only way you can be is to be in his presence, and that is to get the distractions of this world away. Amen. Anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. But the that's... Spirit of God knows where he's going. He's but, moving. He's, he's talking to somebody out there. But my prayer declaration is knowledge of God's word. This is Psalm 78, 5 and 6. For he established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers that they should make them known to their children and the generations to come might know them, the children who would be born, that they may arise and declare them to their children. Yes. The word translated law in this passage, in the Hebrew word, Torah, is actually actually the name of the first five books of the Bible. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Mm -hmm. This foundational book contains much more than the law. A list of commandments from God. Amen. They are full of faith building stories, wonderful revelation of the character of God, and the prophetic glimpses of what is yet to come. We have more than five books in the Bible now. We have 66. And now, I mean, how much more valuable is is this treasure today? Amen. Especially those books revealing the life of Jesus and the glory of of the new covenant. Amen. It is very important that this knowledge be imparted to the next generation. We cannot keep it for ourselves. Thank God for those who have diligently watched over the preservation of God's word in the centuries past, such as the scribes of the old who carefully handwritten God's word one copy at a time. Our more recent heroes such as John Wycliffe and William Tinsdale, who first dared to translate the Bible from Latin into English. Amen. And the language of the common people. Common people, praise God. Tinsdale, who mar- was martyred for his crime. Mm-hmm. 
May we value the price that others have paid. Cherish God's word. Promote it in all that we do. Preserve its value and pass this holy responsibility onto our seed. Amen. That the work of God might continue on this earth. Yes. Here is our faith prayer declaration. Believe in faith, brothers and sisters. Believe in faith as you pray. I'm adding my children's name at your children's name, your family member's Amen. name. Lord God, your word is a lamp unto my feet. Yes, Lord. A light unto my path. Thank you, Lord. This is such a dark world full of deception and death. Mm. There is no survivors here except those who discover your truth yes, and Lord. live in it. Yes, true survivors. Amen. Help me to transfer to my offspring the correct interpretation of your word and awaken in Joshua, in Emma, yes, in Scotty, yes, in April, yes, in Jessica, yes, in Bobby, oh, yes, and in Veronica, oh, and Bobby, in their yes. spouses, and in their children, a deep understanding of truth and strong appreciation of its value. Help me to live your word before my children so that they receive a living example of how the word of God should mold our lives. Yes, Father. Then empower Joshua, Emma, Scotty, April, Jessica, Bobby, Veronica, their spouses and their children to walk in my footsteps and to be a testimony of truth to the next generation. In the name of Jesus, Jesus. amen. That wonderful name of Jesus, amen. Amen, amen. And brothers and sisters, I uh, would let you know and remind you, as Sis Brenda finds it. I got it. You're flawless. Oh, 
speaking to you, speaking to your heart and mind, brothers and sisters. You need that so much, just like he said, why he taught us about prayer and fasting is to be able to have a personal relationship with him, be able to talk with him and to listen and have a relationship with him. Amen? To help your focus, 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 focus on the Lord. Look at the straight and narrow. Don't look to the left. Don't look to the right, but look straight ahead. Amen? Amen. Look to the author and finisher of your faith. That's our Lord Jesus. Verse 4. And he, and when he has sent forth his own sheep, he goeth before them. And the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And they will not follow a stranger, but they flee from him. For they know not the voice of strangers. Amen. Don't be listening to strange voices. Don't be listening to the enemy. Don't be listening to his hireling. Don't be listening to false prophets. Don't be listening to anything talking about be happy, that God wants you happy in life. He wants you to be at peace. He wants joy. He wants you to be saved, sanctified, justified. And soon to be glorified. Amen. He wants you to be his servant. Nothing about making yourself happy in the sense in you, but you will be joyful because of God. Amen. Hallelujah. This parable spent Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things which which he spake unto them. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go, excuse me, shall go in and Go out and find pasture, praise God. The thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have life and have it in abundance. So we know our enemy, and we know our Lord. Amen? Amen. Now, listen to about so-called pastors and preachers and the ones that are out for themselves. Verse 12, but a hireling and he which is not the shepherd neither the sheep are his own, seeth the wolf coming and leaveth the sheep and fleeth and the wolf catches them and scatter them. The shepherds are supposed to stand up in the name of Jesus, we are supposed to recognize the attacks of the enemy and, 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 the, and the ways of the devil, the schemes of the enemy, and we are supposed to stand up in the name of Jesus to them by the power of the white blood of Jesus is a picture. And then we are supposed to reduce and resist the devil. And we're supposed to warn the flock and not flee and run. But stand in the name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Lord. 
13. So the hireling fleeth because he is a hireling and cares not for the sheep. Well, he don't have the love of God in him if he don't care for the sheep. Because Jesus told Peter, Peter, do you love me? Feed my sheep. Peter, do you love me? Feed my lamb. Peter, do you love me? Feed my sheep. That we are supposed to feed them the truth, brothers and sisters, not lies, not a sermonette. We are supposed to feed people the truth, God's mighty word. A word that does not come back void. A word that cuts asunder to and fro. Sharper than a two-edged sword. Hallelujah. It will change lives. Amen. The word of God will change your life. You are to live it, obey it, speak it, think it, pray it. Amen. Amen. I'll praise your name, Lord, as the Spirit of God speaks tonight. Hallelujah. I am the good shepherd, the Lord says, in no mind, and I am known of mine, hallelujah. As the Father knoweth me, so I, the Father, and lay down my life for my sheep. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for laying down your life. Thank you for taking that cup the Father gave you. Other sheep, I have also, oh, listen to this, brothers and sisters, not just the Jews, but listen to what the Lord is saying here. Other sheep I have also, which are not of this fold. Them also must I bring praise his name. And And they shall hear my voice. And they shall be one sheepfold and one shepherd. Hallelujah. Therefore, does my Father love me because I lay down my life that I might take it again? No man taketh it from me, but I lay it down of myself. And listen to who our Lord is. I have the power to lay it down, and I have the power to take it up again. This commandment have I received of my Father, praise God. Jesus being obedient servant of the Most High God. Amen. Then there was a dissension again among the Jews for their saying. Well, here we go. We start using our own uh, silly sense, man sense. What they start thinking, because they don't have the, the mind of Christ, and they're supposed to be the religious leaders of Israel, and they don't even know the word and the truth and that we have many like that now that are pastors and ministers and priests and even that man in Rome, the Pope, God have mercy. Verse 20, and many of them said, he has a devil and is mad. Why he hear him? Others said, these are not words of him that have a devil. Can the devil open the eyes of the blind? No, the devil mainly blinds people. The devil blinds people from the truth. Verse 22. And it was in it was at Jerusalem, the feast of dedication, and it was winter. And Jesus walked in the temple in Solomon's porch. 
Then came the Jews around about him and said unto him, How long dost thou make us doubt? If thou be the Christ, tell us plainly. Oh, listen to the Lord's answer. Praise is one of the names. Jesus answered them, I told you, and you believe not. And the works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. But you believe not, for ye are not my sheep, as I said unto you. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Do you hear the word of God? Did you see what he said? What does never mean? Does never mean never? It, uh, never means never. Never means never. I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Mm, Neither shall any pluck them out of my hand. My father which gave them me, is greater than all. Do you think God the Father is an Indian giver? Oh, no. Oh, no, no. He is a true giver. And none is able to take them out of my Father's hand. None is able to take them out of God's mighty hand. I and my Father are one. Then the Jews again took up stones to stone him. Jesus answered, oh, praise his name. Jesus answered them, many good works have I showed you from my Father, for which of these works do you stone me? The Jews answered him, saying, for the good works we stone thee not, but for blaspheming, and thou being a man makest thyself God. Jesus answered them. It is written. You see how Jesus answered them? He answers the world. He answers the devil with his word. It is not, it is, is it not written in your law? I said, ye are God, little g, little g God. If you call them God, unto whom the word of God was given, and the scripture could not be broken. Say ye of him whom the Father hath sanctified and sent into the world, thou blasphemest? Because I am, I mean, because I said I am the Son of God? If you do, if I do not the works of my Father, believe not. <laughs> Excuse me, brothers. But if I do, then thou ye believe not me, yet believe the works that ye may know and believe, that the Father is in me and I in him. Again, they went out to take him, but he escaped out of their hands. <laughs> it is appointed, I mean, appointed in our lives. God has our life in his hands, brothers and sisters. And nothing, nothing is, 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 can harm you or, or take you out of this, of this life until it's your time to go home. Uh, I mean, if it happens before the rapture. But if you are serving the Lord and you have a mission, 
that mission will be complete before anything takes takes you out. Or, I mean, the Lord takes you home is the best way to say, not take you out. But even here, they couldn't do nothing to Jesus. They couldn't take his life. In, 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 the, in the first part of this chapter, he says, I lay down my life that I might take it up again. That this was a commandment I have received from my Father. The Lord God, the Father, told Jesus to lay down your life for my children. But take it up again. Hallelujah. They couldn't touch him. They couldn't touch him. In verse 40, And he went again beyond Jordan into the place where John first baptized in their abode. And he gets away from all the high, high and prideful religious folks here, you notice. And he goes out into the wilderness or goes out into the desert or a, a, a desolate-like place, a place where the poor and common folk are. Amen? And it says, and again, and uh, he went again to the, beyond the Jordan into the place where John first baptized and there abode. And many resorted unto him. They sought him. They were seeking him. They were hungering, they hunger and thirst for the Lord. And said, John did no miracle, but all things that John spoke of this man were true. They knew John's word. They believed what John shared, what God gave him to share, the revelation that was fire, fire in his heart, fire in his bones. John, the, 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 the spirit of Elijah, and they believed it, praise God. And verse 42 confirms it. And many believed in him there. Praise God. When Jesus shows up, lights are changed. Hearts are changed, brothers and sisters. Now go with me to Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 6. As if we are to claim this and pray this over your lives, over your households, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory to his name. Glory to his name tonight as the Spirit of God is leading us. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me go to the place the Lord has said. Hallelujah. Verse 10, start with verse 10. Ephesians 6, verse 10. Speak this, speak this, and pray this in the name of Jesus. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord, in the power of his might. Not your own might, but his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to do what? What, baby? Huh? What are you able to do with the whole the power of God? Stand. Stand. Who are you supposed to stand for? Stand for Jesus, because Jesus matters to us. Amen. Damn. Stand against the assault of the devil. For well, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principality, against powers, against worldly governors, the princes of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness, which are in high places. For this cause, 
unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to resist in the evil day, and having finished all things, stand fast. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 14. Stand therefore. Boy, I think think the Lord's trying to say something. I think he wants us to stand in this day. Amen. Amen. Stand therefore, and your Lord girded up about with a verity, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, praise his name, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, take the shield of faith wherewith you may quench all. Again, there's that word. We know it all means all for the Lord. Amen? The fiery darts of the wicked. Hmm, interesting. In the Geneva, I don't say the wicked one. It says the wicked. So does that mean the people who send curses at you? Yeah. That sure does. Wow, praise God. That is a revelation there. Not just the devil, but the wicked. Ones that try to put uh, curses and spells against you. Amen? Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And pray always with manner, prayer, and supplication in the Spirit. Watch, therefore, with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Pray for one another. Intercede for one another. Amen, brothers and sisters. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to publish the secret of the gospel. And we do all pray that. Hallelujah. Wherefore, I am an ambassador in bond, that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Hallelujah. Praise his wonderful name, brothers and sisters. Praise his wonderful name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, brothers and sisters, I know uh, usually this time we have uh, prayer requests. Uh, We're not in the chat room today, but... uh, we do have a few things to pray about. Uh, we do need to pray uh, for protection, and we have claimed the honor of God over our our lives and our household in this time. We pray for the light of God to shine in the darkness, even during this evil uh, evil holiday time. And brothers and sisters, this, uh, uh, we got a text from Minister Paul that we need to pray for him because he's a man that has gone out on a mission that God has told him to do by faith and to claim Judgment is coming to this nation from one coast to the other. God have mercy. And we need to pray for God's mercy, God's mercy and grace toward people. I pray that people call out and cry out. How important this is, brothers and sisters. How serious this is. You know, brothers and sisters, uh, I share that I had a a young man that... uh, worked for a company that delivers to us. And uh, he got on another route so we hadn't seen him for a long time. And then we started having trouble with this uh, company coming in because they were short of help. And we started talking and asked what was going on. And the first one, first guy, he was hurt, uh, hurt, sprained his back, and he was out. But then they started sharing about another one. 
And this young man, he took his life. A guy I knew, I thought, uh, that had full of life. He was outgoing, seemed joyful when we saw him. Uh, but it saddens me, brothers and sisters, to know I'm grateful now where I stand. Because at the time I knew him, I wasn't real close to Christ, so I didn't share him like I should. And who knows, if I would have shared the good news of Christ and know that there's hope in Jesus, that he's the true only hope, he's the one who gives life, he's, he's not the one who, who brings death, he's not the one telling you to kill yourself, he's not the one telling you to commit suicide. No, he's a God of life. It's the enemy. And in the same enemy, in the same uh, deceitful one, and the one so-called people, and I can say very well, very foolish people, celebrate this time of year about him and the demonics and ghosts and goblins and all this ungodly good junk. God have mercy. It is serious business. It's the eternal business. And I pray that this young man cried out to the Lord. Cried out to the Lord like the thief on the cross. But I, you know, I'm not sure. But I pray for uh, uh, his wife and child. He just sent a young child. to I, It just blew people away. And then there's the other thing is, the test is going on and keep praying for uh, the manager at my job uh, named Chuck, that he has, you know, the, he's been, uh, uh, I mean, he's been told his diagnosis is stage four cancer, but God is greater than that. God is greater than the spirit of cancer and the disease of cancer. But I pray he would wake up people that work at Sam's Club and all that are wondering why is this happening, that it would make them, Understand how close to eternity each of us are. And that God wants you to know that's true. That James says that you make your decisions, you better make sure, uh, Lord willing, because your life is a vapor in this world. This is a temporary world. It's there as a puff of smoke, and then it's gone. And then where are you then? Where are you then? When your life is required of you, what God requires of you when you come to eternity. When this life is over and eternal life begins, there's eternal life to everlasting life in peace and love and hope, or there is eternal life to damnation and hell. Very clear. Two choices. That's all there is. There's nothing in between. You just don't go and don't exist no more. You don't. You don't. Uh, you don't get reincarnated. You don't re- get reincarnated into another person or animal or something. All these are lies, lies, lies of the devil. Wake up! God thinks better of you. He thinks you can make better decisions than that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me get a drink. Hmm. <clears throat> my throat. I can tell you this. We 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 can get fat on that cotton candy. 
but it's not going to do us any good. Amen. We can get, we can get a sugar coated the the Lord's word, but it's not going to do us any good. Amen. You you you've got to use wise choices. Yes. In in this in this, in these days, it's 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 not time to uh, go. Well. Everybody else is jumping off the bridge, Daddy. Yeah, and then that's right. It, I, how many of y'all parents always said that? Yeah. Well, Susie, if if Susie's going to jump off the bridge, Brenda, do you think you are to too? No. Why no? Then why are you asking to do something as foolish as you know? I don't know. I, uh, that's right. I mean, yeah, foolish is uh, other people making foolish mistakes. Foolish decision, because God gives you wisdom. God gives you knowledge, and He expects His created ones to make good decisions and righteous decisions, not foolish. And I can tell you now, by what God has said tonight, and by what we've heard in His Word, celebrating this evil time it is foolishness. A believer should not celebrate it in any way. You are quite ill with it. I don't see how you can you can uh, another in another way pun, pun intended sugarcoat this. That's right. Sugarcoat it. That's right. You can't sugarcoat this. This is evil. There's a spiritual realm out there. It's real. There is demons and evil spirits. Thank God, there's angels too. But the spiritual world affects this world. And the time we're living, it is going to be a very spiritual thing. And that has been like shared revelation to many and revelation to Minister Paul, Brother Elby, and others, that there is real things happening. And it will affect people's lives. And, you know, one thing for sure I know what God says in the Old Testament, I think in Hosea, my people die because of a lack of knowledge. Why do they die? Because they're not in tune to the Lord. They don't hear the Lord's voice. They don't walk in his way. Do not let nothing distract you to hell. Do not let nothing lead you to hell. Trust the Lord. Turn from this evil world. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil, the Word of God says in Proverbs. Oh, this is a time to depend on Him and depend on Him only. As He has said tonight, we are to submit to Him. That means yield. That means bow down and worship the Lord and trust Him to His authority, to His Spirit, to His name, brothers and sisters. Oh, hear the Lord clear tonight. Did you see? I mean, there's another example. We see Zacharias. What happened to him? Because he didn't believe. He didn't believe uh, 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 the angel of God that stands in the presence of God, Gabriel. But he was bringing the message of the Lord. He was made dumb. Well, what happened to Jonah? Well, he ran. He didn't listen to God. Well, he ended up in the belly of a whale. <laughs> it's serious. I mean, it's very serious to know this, that if you're truly God's child, he won't chasten you. 
He will spank your butt. You want to get honest about it? I know people don't like to talk about that, but yeah. Spank your butt. Take you to the woodshed. Yeah. God will get your attention one way or another because he loves you. He loves you like no other parent will ever love you. He loves you more than any father here on earth. There's no comparison. No comparison how much God loves us. He's shown it. Arms wide open on the cross. Arms wide open on the cross. Stone rolled away. Victorious over sin, death, and hell. Washed away your sins by his precious blood that you become whiter than snow. And we know how white snow is. If you have a big snowstorm and you get up in the morning and you look out at the sunset and it's clear and the it's as white everywhere. It's a white house. It's as whiter than that. That is awesome. Well, praise God, brothers and sisters. Another wonderful night the Lord has brought us together. We have learned and understand that we are to trust him and not technology. But what God has, that we be humble and trust him and believe in faith and know that God makes a way where there seems to be no way. That he is able to get his message out whichever way he has to. If it has to be his uh, humble servant, obedient servant, or a donkey, God can do it. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're grateful for that. But uh, I pray that we will pray for uh, the Lord's hour. That we'll pray for the ones who minister at the Lord's hour. That we will pray for the nation of Israel and Jerusalem. Lord God, that we will pray for protection, protection from the enemy in this time that we're living in, this, these days right here, this evil time, that we let the light of God shine as God leads, and that, that we will stand by his word, stand in authority in the name of Jesus, resist and rebuke the devil and his demons, that we will call on the Lord to send his angels out to protect us and our families. That he will bring conviction upon all ones who call upon his name. And don't be part of this, I mean, this evil, evil pagan holiday. Devil holiday, God have mercy. That we will pray for, did I say Minister Paul? We did not yeah, say we'll pray for Minister Paul. Uh, brothers and sisters, I would pray that, uh, that the Lord in his perfect way and time, will give us back our internet service to do some things here. But we're humble and trust him. Well, I, and we will always lift up our brothers and sisters on the Lord's Oh, amen. Side. We'll pray for you. You know, brothers and sisters, I will pray for you here, that you're on my heart, that we love you, and that we miss you. And if, if, there's, if there's some new prayer that we can't see because we can't get on the internet, we'll we're just going to say that we're going to lift the, the brothers and sisters up at the Lord's fire. Amen. Any uh, prayer request that has been given, Yes. Uh, we'll pray. But if y'all have written some prayers up there in the Lord's fire, go ahead, pray for your brothers and Amen. sisters. Write it down in the notebook like, as we do. Amen. And then lift them up yes. during the week. Yes. And See the blessings that come. Amen. Praise the Lord. That the, the Lord answers prayer. The Lord, I mean, the word of God and Jesus taught us and said, two or three guys together in my name, there I am in the midst. And he is. He's here. 
Brothers and sisters, he's here with you always. He lives within your heart. He lives in your heart. Our God reigns here in our hearts. Amen. Praise his wonderful name. Let's uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Praise God. Father, we come humbly before you in the name of Jesus. Name of all names. Hallelujah, Lord. And one of those names, the Emmanuel, God is with us. We're grateful, Lord. We thank you. You are a great intercessor. You are a great high priest. You're the mediator, Father. I mean, you're the mediator, Lord Jesus, for us. <clears throat> for us and Father God in heaven. We're grateful. Lord, we come before you humbly. We bow ourselves before you in the name of Jesus. And Father God, we pray. We pray for the Lord, our Lord. We pray in your mighty name, Lord Jesus, that you keep the Lord's hour going as long as you see that it needs to be on and until you come for your church, Father. Lord, we just thank you. We pray for the Lord's hour. We pray for the flood blood over the Lord's hour. We pray, Father, that the needs are met at the Lord's hour. Father, we pray you give us wisdom and direction and let the anointing keep flowing on the servants of the Lord's hour. Lord God, we pray for Brother Elvie. We pray for his wife, Elisa, and his son, Joshua, and Levi. And, Lord, we pray you bless them and lift them up in the name of Jesus. Watch over and protect them. Refresh them. We thank you for your word tonight. And it will keep moving. It will keep flowing and touch the life of your servants and of your children. Father God, we pray for Brother Pablo. We pray you bless him and his family. We pray you watch over and protect them, lift him up. Anoint him too, Lord. Refresh him in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we pray for Sister Carla. We pray for her and her family. We pray for her, her father and her mother and her children. In the name of Jesus, lift up our sins. Bless her. Strengthen her. Watch over and protect her, Lord. Refresh and anoint her, too, I pray, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we pray for Brother Aaron and Brother Kelvin. We pray you bless them and strengthen them. Watch over and protect them. And I pray that you would bless them. Watch over their families, too. And I pray that you anoint them and refresh them in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for anyone that, that comes and shares. We pray that you would bless them and the anointing would touch them as they come on the air and as they share that, God, you will move on them and bring forth your message through them in the name of Jesus. Father God, we pray for Father, we pray for Minister Paul, watchman on the wall, standing for the Lord Jesus, Lord, that you have sent him out and gave him a mission that we intercede for him. We pray you watch over and protect him in the name of Jesus. We pray you refresh him and strengthen him. Anoint him to share what you have put on his heart, Lord. To now announce to this nation that judgment is coming for the ungodly laws and things this nation has turned to and turned away from the living God. And it needs to turn back to him. But we pray for mercy, Father, for the judgment and as the storm and things are coming toward this nation. We pray for mercy. Father, we just praise and honor you. And thank you, Father. We pray uh, for uh, uh, Barbara Healer 7, Sister Barbara. We pray that for continuing healing. And we pray for strength for Dan, Father. And bless our brothers and sisters in Christ. 
We pray for the other ministers of the gospel, the ones that are sharing the truth and the revelation that Jesus Christ is coming. Bless them and strengthen them, Lord. Let the truth come forth still in this dark, deceived world, I pray. Father, we pray for the nation of Israel, and we pray for Jerusalem, and we pray for the people of Israel. We pray for the Jews, Father, and we pray, Lord, that they would see and they would call upon the name of the Lord, and they would call on Yahweh, Elohim, and they would bow before the Lord God and understand who their Messiah is, that he has come and he's coming again, and that is Yeshua HaMashiach. We pray for the brethren in the ministry of the Masonic, the, the Messianic Jews that are standing up in Israel and sharing the truth, O oh Father, and praying for the poor in Israel. And we pray, Lord, our tithes and offerings will meet their needs in the poor in Africa too, Father. Oh, glory to your name, Lord. We thank you for what you're doing in our lives, Father, for each of our brothers and sisters, Father. I don't know who's in the chat room, but you do, and you know their names, Lord. And we pray for each one of them, and we pray, Father, that they would remember what you have said. Anoint your house. Call upon my name. Apply the blood of Jesus over your house and your dwelling, over your children and your family in the name of Jesus. Lord, that I, I, I just pray for each brothers and sisters. I pray that the anointing of the Holy Spirit, they understand the authority who they are in Christ, and, and Lord, that they will be refreshed. Refreshed in Jesus. Oh, Lord, we give you glory and honor and praise this night. We thank you for what you're doing in each of our lives, oh, Lord. We're grateful for your word. We're grateful for your spirit. We thank you, Lord, for showing up. We thank you for what you're doing for each one of us. And we give you all the glory and praise in the name of Jesus. And we say amen and amen. Well, brothers and sisters, we know this. Jesus is coming for the bride, for me, it's made a bride ready. He's coming for the bride. He's coming for the
Believe in you. 
Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.